Chapter 21 November 23 A decent night's sleep. Still waking up more than I'd like. I'm so very grateful that our youngest son takes me for a long walk every day. Our longest walk is 45 minutes, and and that's max for me right now. The thing that impresses me most is Christian holds my hand. I never asked him to do that. He just instinctively and lovingly reaches out and grabs my hand. The first walk at home after the hospital. What an emotionally strong human being he is to hold his father's hand as we walk along a fairly busy public walkway. I love him so much. I remember all the times I carried him on our nature hikes. He would get tired and I'd put him up on my shoulders and we would hike back to the car. There's a warmth in my heart knowing We've come full circle. Pachelbel's cannon is playing in the background as Sandra and Christian finish the dinner dishes. My appetite's been off. Some of the things I love to eat are no longer appealing. Sometimes I feel hungry but don't want to eat. The persistent burping is very annoying. What could that be? Is it from the intubation tube or anesthesia? I'll ask the doctor this Wednesday. I'm a child of the 50s and 60s. I grew up in the civil rights movement, the space race, and the Vietnam War. By the time I went to college, the war protests were in full bloom. Kent State and the student deaths had just happened, and as a freshman class president, I was moved and involved in some war protests. It was also my first time standing next to a black man who was equally passionate about civil rights. Every day vibrated with life. Every vibration had its own soundtrack. The music of the 60s and early 70s carried my life. It brought me ecstasy and community. Many nights staying up until dawn singing, protesting, and entering deep conversation. There was abundant creativity. I believe it was during that time that I learned to question. I learned to search for truth and feel my empathy and compassion. I risked everything for friendship. That friendship was rewarded with love and mutuality. His name is Joe. Joe was there in the strange hospital when I injured my kidneys playing football. I barely remember him because of the morphine. He was there in the early morning song fests, the marching across campus singing our hearts out with Mike, who would later become a noted Austin songwriter. He was there as we hitchhiked to Pittsburgh, our little slice of heaven, we would, we would join Richie and sing a quieter, more gentle song. And he's been there every step of the way for 50 plus years. Through marriage, multiple jobs, children, health challenges, and brilliant teaching. I've always hoped 
that I've been as good a friend to him as he has been to me.